0: Louise McSherry on 2FM This is just another little warning that we are going to talk about an adult subject now between now and 10 o'clock so if you need to flick away based on your current surroundings and the people with you maybe you have small people with you then feel free uh, after 10 o'clock we'll be talking about public speaking and how to be an adult and we'll be chatting to Megan Nolan about her novel Acts of Desperation so lots to look forward to but now we've talked about many sensitive subjects on the show and you know we're never afraid to address something that other people aren't talking about and today we're going to talk about erectile dysfunction last summer after learning firsthand about the lack of information available about erectile dysfunction angus Barge and Xander gilbert set up mojo a service to help those experiencing it and angus is joining me now on zoom hello angus
1: Hi there. Thanks very much for having me. I've, I've never had an adult warning before.
0: Have you, I think well, that's my first. It's the time of day, you know, we have to make yeah. sure that, uh, <laughs> that people are happy. Personally, I, I would ha- actually have no problem talking about erectile dysfunction around my kids, but everyone doesn't feel the same. Um, so tell me, tell me about Mojo. I, I gather it came from a conversation in a car.
1: Uh, yeah, it did. It started, I guess that was kind of two, two years ago now. Um, Zander and myself are, are cousins and we were actually driving out to his parents for lunch one Sunday and you know those moments where just words start flowing out of your mouth and your brain is kind of asking you why you're saying them <laughs> um, it, was, it was kind of one of those moments but yeah I basically I told him that I'd been struggling to to get it up for kind of the previous six months or so and it had like absolutely rocked my world
0: and how um, well, how old were you at this point?
1: I was I was 27 and right. it had never been an issue for me before and kind of I'd never even worried about it or thought that it was a problem that happened to young guys. Mm. Um, so yeah, it, I, it like really took its toll kind of on my mental health and my confidence and yeah, I, I had a pretty rough time for I'd say about six months and I feel I was kind of slightly coming out of the end of it and getting a, a grip of it again when I spoke to Zando. Mm -hmm. Um, And I guess I was just really lucky that I spoke or at least it kind of didn't fall on deaf ears and he had been experiencing the same thing through his 20s as well.
0: Wow. So, well, that's, yeah, God, thank God you said it. It's funny, you know, they say, um, the advice they give to parents is if you want to have a conversation with your teenager, the car is a good place to have it because everybody's looking ahead and there's no intimidating eye contact and you generally get more out of people that way. So it's funny that it happened for you in the car. Um, And how great that it was someone who had had the experience as well. So did Zander have any kind of advice for you?
1: Well, it took like the longest time for him to say anything. I I kind of said it and like you say, I was looking out the passenger window and he was just silent for ages. And I think that must have been him kind of mustering the courage to actually speak to someone about it because he was the first person I'd ever spoken to and vice versa. Mm. Um, Yeah, it wasn't really the relationship we had at the time. So I'm surprised that it happened, but maybe it was kind of serendipitous or something
0: well it's interesting isn't it because you mentioned there that it had been really impacting your confidence and the way that you felt about yourself and the fact that you know you're saying you kind of can't believe you said it and that he needed to muster up the courage to say it like it's such a demonstration obviously of how difficult it is to talk about
1: oh for sure and i think the way men like to deal with it uh, at the moment is completely in isolation Um, I I mean, people would rather turn to kind of Reddit forums and things and seek kind of uh, distance peer advice rather than reach out to any professional. Um, I think that kind of 75% of guys who have this issue won't ever make that first step of um, seeking professional help at all, um, which is really worrying.
0: And is that because it's viewed as a problem that older men experience or is it because um, it's it's kind of linked intrinsically in some ways to a sense of masculinity?
1: Yeah, I, I think it's just totally shame filled. And yeah, you've kind of said it, it's linked to masculinity. You're kind of, you question yourself when you're not able to get it up and you think that's a reflection on who you are as a man and it, it, it feels like it totally defines you when when you're struggling to to perform in the bedroom, and that, that's a really toxic word to use, perform. But when you are struggling, it is completely all-consuming, but mm. you can't think of anything else all day long. Mm. Um, yeah, we, we really see it kind of... It, I think it's shrugged off a lot of the time by kind of aubergine emojis and people teasing each other about it, but actually it's kind of a real mental health concern for lots of men. Yeah. And I think actually now that you've said it as well, that there's this kind of belief that it's an old man's issue, Um, but actually it's kind of 30% of men by the time they're 30 are now
0: struggling with
1: some form of erection issues.
0: And is there, is that a bigger number than previously? Like, is there an explanation for that?
1: Yeah, well, in 2000, when they, they've done studies, it was kind of somewhere between three and 5% of men under the age of 40 would have, um, would have uh, suffered with it. But by 2011 that figure had shot kind of 30 35% of under 30. so not only is that age gap bracket got younger but obviously there's been an explosion in the the numbers
0: and is that linked to phone use is it linked to the internet is it linked to pornography
1: yeah the well it's yeah it's very a, a common um it's very common to blame pornography because there was the the rise in kind of the internet and tube sites yeah. through that period but to be honest I think that's a really easy easy out and the issue is far more nuanced than that mm. um if you if you think how our lives changed between 2000 and 2011 everything the way we kind of uh work socialize date meet people that they all completely changed and I yeah. think I think millennials and gen- generation Z are kind of the most anxious human beings probably to have ever walked the planet. And I, I don't think you can peg that one on, on pornography slowly, uh, yeah. slowly.
0: So, so that's what you find then. And you mentioned it earlier. It's, it, it is, is it mostly a mental health problem? I mean, presumably sometimes it can be a mechanical problem, right? Or a biological yeah, problem. Total, totally. <laughs> Sorry to I... refer to men's bodies as cars.
1: <laughs> <laughs> um Yeah. It, totally i I think uh for most young men who are struggling it will be a mental issue but that doesn't mean it started that way Mm. for me i um mine came from i crushed blood vessels in my perineum from doing a long distance cycling race and that alone should have taken kind of six to twelve weeks to fix itself if i just left it Mm. um but the fact i'd struggled and didn't really know what was going on then planted this kind of seed of doubt which i kind of then had problems which were psychological for almost a year
0: right okay Um,
1: but it's a very common story for a guy to struggle once and for that to then plant the seed and kind of they can suffer then for 10 years or something that that's kind of what happened with zander he uh, struggled when he was at university once and that planted the seed and uh kind of determined the way his sex life was led for the next decade.
0: So then presumably, if it's if it's a problem, if it's frequently a problem of the mind, and that makes total sense to me, given everything we've talked about, about the the link between kind of virility or masculinity, you know, with your ability to um, get it up, I suppose is the phrase that we're using. <laughs> um, then uh, you can presumably come back from that relatively easily if you get the right support and if you know the right things. Is that fair to say?
1: yeah totally and that's kind of why we've we've built mojo the the psychosexual therapists have been using exercise and techniques in their private practices for for decades and this isn't something men should have to to live with and sure if if you've been struggling to get erections for uh, a number of years it can feel like it's quite ingrained and you might never get over it but actually with kind of We think we can give men more reliable erections within kind of six weeks if they follow our programs. Mm. Um, And yeah, it's it's been an amazing journey so far, kind of uh, hearing how we're changing the life of some of our users who thought that they were kind of Doomed to a life of kind of sexless bachelorhood is is really fulfilling.
0: Yeah, I, I mean, I can only imagine what a gift to be able to give to people. It's incredible. Um, can you give me an example of some of the kinds of exercises?
1: Yes, yeah, so some of them are, are really really simple. Um, kind of one of the problems men will suffer most commonly is called performance anxiety, and that's kind of where you're worried about your ability to again perform in the the bedroom so you get nervous and anxious and when you do that your body enters into a state of fight or flight which means uh that's kind of uh when your body is getting ready to run away from danger because for all it knows this is a dangerous situation that's why you're feeling anxious so it sends all the blood in your body to your, your muscles and your brain and away from your digestive system and uh your reproductive organs so it's literally impossible to get an erection if you're feeling anxious, right. So one of one of the great exercises is simply a breathing exercise. With if you breathe deeply with your diaphragm, you force your body back into that state of feed and breed rather than or the parasympathetic nervous system.
0: Yeah.
1: Um. And doing that will uh, then give your body the the, the blood it needs to
0: God, to it's get am- an erection. It's just amazing because you know the contrast between. The fact that this is such a damaging thing for people to experience and, and as you said can affect every moment of your day and yet you know it's so frequently can be helped with such simple exercises it's really a tragedy in many ways that that there's so many people who don't, aren't aware that you can bridge that gap um, so it's great that you're you know you've come up with Mojo so tell people about Mojo itself and how they can access it and what you do on Mojo.
1: Uh, So, Mojo is an online platform. We call it a video platform. Um, So, you can uh, log on to the site. It's uh, www.mojo.so, and you can go on there, and we've gathered an amazing uh, group of um, psychosexual experts who all run courses that deal with different causes of um, erection issues. So, you can log on for a subscription for 40... 49 pounds per quarter so a little bit over 15 pounds a month and that will give you kind of all the exercises you need to kind of get to the root cause of uh, your issues and how to rehabilitate them hopefully without the need of any drugs or procedures um, and-, and we've got a really great kind of community of guys as well there's kind of peer-to-peer drop-in mm. um, if you feel like you want to take the next step of that kind of remote diagnosis and rehabilitation and actually speak to someone um, and we also, you can speak to our experts as well if you want to book one-on-one sessions.
0: And presumably, Irish people can sign up for this as well.
1: Yeah, we have um, we we're, we have users in 36 countries across the world already. Fantastic. Um, we we launched back in August, and it's just it's been amazing so far the journey
0: well can I just say fair play to you because uh you know from going <laughs> from sitting in the car going why am I talking about this to being on you know the radio talking about it and obviously talking about it on a, on a daily basis I think that's really impressive and and very generous that you've managed to uh that you've managed to do that so um are there just out of interest are there medical professionals kind of involved in the website at all or is it all a psychosexual professionals?
1: Uh yeah, no, that we we've gathered kind of experts from all different sides of men's sexual well being. Uh so we have a lot of urologists and, and mm. doctors all the way through to kind of uh nutritionists and meditation teachers. Well, really um, holistic, we we though, really yeah. want to, Yeah, we want to be kind of a one stop shop.
0: Yeah. Very good. Well, I am full of respect and admiration. Um, that's mojo.so if you want to uh, go and access all of the stuff there. Thank you so, so much. I really appreciate Angus Barge coming on to talk to me this morning. Have a great day, Angus. Thank you so much. You're so welcome. Louise McSherry on 2FM.